Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. So, I've been observing a dynamic that is crippling believers in this day and age. It seems that most of the time our lived experience is being shaped by external forces. You know, we often take a reactive stance towards circumstances. And we tend to let things happen, then try to find the silver lining in some really bad experiences. You know, my observation and experience has taught me this, that in the kingdom of God, we are supposed to affect circumstances and not let circumstances determine our lives or our metrons or our spheres of influence. The concept I want to touch on here is about spiritual authority. Many believers are unaware of how God has set up his universe to function. God delegates authority to us, his disciples, And we, in turn, are to utilize that authority under the guidance of the Holy Spirit to affect God's will on earth as it is in heaven, right here, right now. I recently completed the book Spiritual Authority by Dr. Rob Reimer. Excellent work on this topic. Here's a great quote I came across in his book on page 56. He expresses a simple understanding of spiritual authority like this. He says, Kingdom exploits are always done in Jesus' name, as Jesus' ambassadors, as sons and daughters of the king. Authority is the right to use someone else's power. He continues, The classic illustration is a police officer. When you see a police officer standing in the road with her hand up, you stop. It isn't that she has more power than you as you drive along in your SUV, You have far more power. She is standing there unprotected, but she has authority. That officer has a relationship with the government. She carries the badge, and her name and the name of the government have been united. The officer acts and speaks on behalf of the government. So when she holds up her hand, you stop. That is authority. So I want to share a personal testimony, an illustration that provides kind of a drastic example of the power and authority that we have to affect our Metron. Spiritual authority is the key to managing your Metron. At the heart of your commission is to cultivate right relationship upward with God and then outward into creation. This all revolves around managing spiritual authority. This is the original design. Part of effectively managing our metrons is to be that very conduit of peace, the peace that is the presence of God that brings protection, life, and spiritual order into all that we influence. There's a purpose to spiritual authority. You may feel, you know, that life is happening to you instead of you happening to life, so to speak. And I want to illustrate for you that God can and will operate through you. If you're submitted to his command, missionized, you could say, He intends to govern through you, and no matter how small or how big your circumstances seem to be, 
He is over all, and you are seated with him in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. You are authorized to act and speak on behalf of the government of heaven. So this story I want to share with you, this illustration, happens in Ukraine many years ago. You know, my earliest mission work was right in the middle of Ukraine after the Soviet Union collapsed, and it was wild times. There was no functional human government that you could depend on, and we had to depend on the operational power of God daily to function. This story is also found in my book titled Outreach Matters. Earlier in my mission career, a situation occurred in Ukraine. This was my first experience with overt spiritual hostility. It was also an experience that taught me the true power that is found in the name of Jesus. Our team had planned an evangelistic event that day, but it rained, and we found ourselves huddled under the overhanging front porch of this beautiful ballet theater located in the heart of the city. A deluge of rain had moved in, and we were not prepared with umbrellas or raincoats, so we took shelter under the porch under the roof of this theater. The theater was situated at the center of a massive plaza, probably the size of a football field. After an hour of cold rain, we began to be really bored. Quietly, our team began to sing some worship songs together to pray blessings out over the city. To our knowledge, we were the very first Christian team to ever work openly in this city. Ukraine had only been open to foreigners for a couple of years. There were only a couple of known churches in the city, and they had both been formed less than six months ago. This was brand new terrain and wide open for the kingdom of God. During our previous two months in the region, through our evangelism and healing ministries, we had seen nearly a thousand people per day come to the Lord. We felt privileged and honored to conduct these ministries. Eventually, we noticed two elderly ladies dressed in black. They were only about five feet tall, and they had just appeared out of the rainstorm. Within seconds, they had begun yelling at us and waving their umbrellas toward us in an angry manner. With no regard for the rain, they continued their verbal assault. Our team leader and his wife, who spoke Ukrainian, tried to speak peaceably to these women, but this only inflamed them even more. As if out of nowhere, people began to appear out of the rain from what had been empty space just moments before. They joined these old ladies and began to angrily shout at us. Within a few minutes, a crowd of 300 plus people had rallied out of nowhere and they'd formed a half circle around the porch where we sought shelter from the rain. This was my first experience with becoming a target of a full-blown riot. There was no reasoning with the crowd as they continued to shout and yell and wave umbrellas in our direction. What had begun with our team quietly praying had now turned into a pretty dangerous situation. I looked around at my team members as we slowly retreated. Panic had set in and the team was beginning to give in to fear and not without just cause. I sensed that this crowd was about to rush in and attack us at any moment. Our team leaders continued their attempt to reason with the crowd, but our team members began to move out in all directions. Their obvious intention was to make a run for it. Suddenly, I had an overwhelming urge to intervene by rallying my teammates to pray. Oh, no, you don't, I told them. As they started to scatter, I reached out to grab those nearest to me, dragging them together in a circle and commanded them to pray. A few of them reluctantly began to pray aloud, but the sound of their prayers was shouted down by the crowd. In my spirit, I heard the Lord say, You command this crowd. 
obediently and without much consideration, you know, I stepped forward, raised my hands up over the crowd and said, in the name of Jesus, I command peace over this crowd. Almost instantly, the near riot quieted and the crowd went silent. What a lesson in the power that is available to those who are in Christ Jesus. Our team leaders instantly recognized this moment of opportunity and they began speaking to this now receptive crowd. Within a few minutes, we had gone from a potentially life-threatening riot to an open-air evangelism event. By the time our team leader finished sharing and inviting people to respond to Jesus, more than 30 of the former rioters accepted Christ on the spot. Unfortunately, the little old ladies that the enemy used to instigate the whole event did not respond and departed still angry against us. So you may not set off any riots by carrying the aroma of Christ in your life, but you will surely find yourself in situations where a negative or deceitful reaction against you makes no sense. The purpose, you know, of sharing these stories with you is to illustrate that there's a lot more going on in the unseen realm than you can see in the natural. You have to keep a spiritual perspective if you're going to navigate the ever-expanding kingdom of God and overcome in every situation. If you take things at face value in the natural, you'll be tempted to become offended and hardened against the very people that God has sent you to love. So there's a lot going on in your Metron that makes no sense. A lot of times it's unclear. A lot of times it's volatile. You may have some little old ladies waving umbrellas at you. You never know. There is a lot that is not manageable using human wisdom, talent, or academic knowledge. You know, what makes it possible for everyone to be a Metron manager in the kingdom of God is that everyone who submits to to Christ as Lord is authorized to use his power for his purposes. The believer finds themselves authorized to act and speak on behalf of the government, the government of heaven, that is. So the proper acquisition and use of spiritual authority is a requirement in the kingdom of God. Dr. Reimer also makes this liberating statement about spiritual authority in his book in regards to the life of a disciple. You know, he says, it is about authority, not ability. It is about relationship, not results. It's about the master, not the ministry. Spiritual authority is rooted in identity. He makes the point that we don't have to have powerful abilities when we're in right relationship with the one who is the author of power and the giver of abilities. So friends, you can do this. You can learn to manage your sphere of influence with authority. So I am going to continue to equip you as best as I can so that you can succeed as best as you can in Christ. The first investment in this effort to equip you regarding spiritual authority is going to come straight from the expert. Dr. Rob Reimer himself, the author of the best book on spiritual authority I've ever read, will be featured on an upcoming episode of this podcast. You will not want to miss that discussion. I'm excited to interview Dr. Reimer. He is not only a thought leader in this area, but he is also a skilled and experienced practitioner. You will love his book and you will resonate with the authority and the authenticity in his testimonies that he writes about in that book. I highly recommend you read the book, Spiritual Authority, Partnering with God to Release the Kingdom.
Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.